Welcome to the road to growth, success of an entrepreneur. We've raised the bar. Learn firsthand from successful business owners and create your own path to success. I'm going to show you how great I am. It's time to hit the road to growth with team lead of the Enriquez Group, Realtor V. Today we have Lucas Caneda. Uh, we had a little bit of technical difficulty, but I think we're good. We'll see. I mean, that's what you have to love when you go live. It's You never know what's going to happen, but you got to fight through it. Just like any kind of business or an entrepreneur, right? You never know what's going to happen. You got to find the avenue of kind of going forward, right, Lucas? I think you're having a bit of a connection issue, but I think we'll we'll get we'll get through it. You're a uh, ex rugby player. Do you still play at all? Yeah, in fact, I'm still playing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're still playing, and you're you're basically the CEO of an incubator for uh, called the Unicorn. Not the CEO, one of the directors. Uh, the director. CEO is our funder. How is that when you're basically playing and also being a director? What do you? What does that consist of? I think it's a great experience and it's a very good thing to have because there's lots of uh, relationships and synergies between sports business uh, that you can leverage, that you can put uh, forward uh, to benefit both both parts. Uh, and that's what we found out. We, we did a couple of trials uh, last year. And in this year, for instance, we have around 20 professional players that are also working with us here in-house. So we love what they bring uh, to the business side, uh, their mentality. Uh, they know how to take a hit and stand back up. Uh, they know that they need to work to get something, to get something done. And that's why we we decided to go that route. Now, how many how many directors are on part of this incubator? Uh, well, the CEO, the funder, uh, and we've got our uh, we've got a couple. Uh, we've got our finance director, myself, and then we have uh, our CTO and our marketing director too. Because we're 60, okay. 65 people total. Okay, and. What brought you on to to want to actually, I guess, help shape this team besides just playing on the team? Well, I was, I'd say, impressed by the funder uh, and his objectives, his dreams, and I, which I shared. So that was the connection that brought me here. Uh, I was just hooked, but uh, but all that he wanted to, to do, that we've been working uh, for the past, I would say, 15 months uh, since I came in, but that he has been working on for a long period of time. And that, that was my real hook to jump in and to, to be a part of this project as a whole. Uh, so, yeah, the, the ambition, that winning mentality that takes you further, that wants you to, to keep going, you know, that, that's... That's who I am myself. I'm a competitor. Uh, I always want something more. I always, always want to keep going. And that's what he transmitted to me and how we connected right away. Well, reading to the line. So talking about keep going, I mean, you've been uh, a professional athlete for a long time as a, as a rugby player, right? Do you see more of kind of, the end of, of your journey as a rugby player, or is that why you're kind of looking to add on more hats to your, your, your business, to your, your persona? Well, I am in my thirties already. So yes, in fact, in one moment in time, I'll probably stop. 
but not just because of that, but because of, um, I mean, my dream was to become a professional athlete, a professional rugby player. And once I achieved that, uh, I had it for some, for a period of time. And then being who I am, I just wanted something more. So I think that's the, that's what keeps me going, looking for something extra. And that's how I uh, studied while I was playing. Uh, and then I tried to get uh, into business a lot more involved. And that's how I'm, I found this uh, duality of doing both things at the same time, really interesting. Um, and also, of course, because you never know when your career ends. Uh, it doesn't need to be because you're old. Sometimes you get injured. Sometimes you just, uh, not in my case, but you can lose the passion and then decide to go somewhere else. And it's good to prepare for that and to be active enough and not just get hit with that fact in your face when you have not been uh, working on it before. I, I can imagine being a professional athlete, right? Your your whole life, you're building towards this this goal of, of I'm going to be this professional athlete. And when you're in that point, right, and you start looking at life after professional athlete, right, that you've talked about, right, you're you're saying, okay, well, oh, what's next? More? Do you remember that moment when you started to think, what am I going to do after this? and you started bringing up put the hat on of director and started looking at those opportunities or do you remember that moment when you started thinking what what's next well i think it was actually even before i was playing rugby i was always intrigued by so many things i was always an entrepreneur myself since i was 18 or even younger i mean i remember good story back then when seats were uh, you know the fashion uh, music CDs, and I was, I was, I don't know, 10, 11 years old. My grandpa, my grandpa just gave me some money for my birthday, I think. And instead of um, uh, buying, I don't know, a pair of shoes, uh, I bought a CD recorder. Uh, why? Because I wanted to uh, create CDs and sell them. I was like, I mean, just thinking about business as a kid and that, I mean, I, that that's in in me and that's who i am too so that's that's why i'm always uh, busy you know i'm always trying to, to keep busy and to to do stuff when i was 18 i founded a catering uh, back in argentina uh, and then uh, i don't know a couple of years later I, I founded also a shoe design company with my wife uh, we'd run it for like two or three years before we came to France. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's part of me since forever, I would say. Of course, when I was uh, playing rugby professionally for the first year, I would say it kind of stopped a little bit. But then after one year of fully being a professional athlete, then eventually that that came back, right? So I decided to... Uh, carry on studying so I did a three-year uh, career in management when I was still playing professionally uh, and then after that I started to look for different options uh, to keep playing professionally but also to have a job I decided to, to, to do something else right that's how it came how do you compare 
a big moment in rugby compared to a big moment with one of your businesses, a big sale or a big, um, big purchase, big expansion. How would you compare the two? Well, I, I think that when you're passionate about what you do, uh, everything that happens is a big moment, right? And since I am lucky enough to be very passionate and um, love what I do on both sides of the, of the coin, uh, both business and rugby, uh, anything that happens in any of those, I mean, I get thrilled. Uh, it shows that your work uh, pays off. That's probably one of the best feelings because when you've been putting the efforts into something, when you are really working hard to get it, when you finally achieve that objective, I mean, there's always a great feeling of fulfillment that, I mean, my work has been rewarded, I would say. Uh, but you also need to keep you know, your feet on the ground and know that you need to keep going, you need to keep turning the wheel. Is there any difference from then, maybe not much with comparing the high moments, right, in both those aspects? What about the low moments? If you missed a play or missed a sale, I mean, is there any difference or is that still very similar too? I think it's very similar. I mean, that's why uh, being uh, a sportsman and a business guy uh, helps so much because there's so many connections between both. You can use experiences from both sides to, to help your decisions and to lower the risk in anything that you're doing. Uh, there is so much like, I mean, you need the same values, you need the same skill sets uh, to succeed and to be enabled to just put the luck on your side or create your own luck. I usually like to say that. I mean, you need to be able to just have all the all the chances on your side as many as you can at least then it's up to what what happens afterwards but you know you've done everything that you could to to succeed how would you define your day right because i'm assuming there's a lot of training that goes on being a professional athlete a lot of focus on your body nutrition how would you how do you balance out business in that field compared to a business in your rugby field how what's a usual day for you like well today is my uh, no rugby day so this is our my day off uh, rugby thursdays uh, you usually get for instance uh, tuesday tuesdays and wednesdays we got like double sessions in the morning and in the, and in the afternoon uh work in the middle so two big days and then uh, a day a little bit lower to recover before the games during the weekend. Uh, but I think that just this connection, disconnecting your mind from one to the other just helps both sides. I mean, when, when you're just, you spend so much time thinking about the same thing, eventually you'll break or, or you'll just I mean, get overwhelmed easily. And just changing from one to the other and having to focus, it's not an easy task, don't, don't get me wrong, because sometimes, I mean, going to the pitch and you're still thinking about what, you're, what you need to work on, and then you suck at the pitch. So you need to be able to just disconnect, take that plug off, and then just focus on what you're doing. And then that makes you a lot more effective once you manage to control that, because 
you know, you have X amount of time, you need to take the most advantage of it and uh, either at the office or at the field. And then just, you know, I've got, I don't know, two hours to train well today before I get back to, to the office. Okay, let's put all into this uh, period of time. Let's make the most out of it and then make it work. And then when you go back to the office again, you I mean the days are, are shorter because you've been training all day, so you need to be efficient and just I mean, solve problems as they as they get there. That's uh, what we we need to do. Going back to your, so you, the catering business that you talked about at a younger age, do you still run that business or does your wife still run the business or is that business still around? No, actually, we, we had to stop it once we came to France uh, after like seven or eight years of having it because it was just too much of a problem actually uh, running it while we were 10,000 kilometers away. It's just not easy, I mean, not feasible. Uh, with the time difference uh, here from France to Argentina, sometimes there's like five years, five, five hour difference. That makes it too hard. And uh, we had other, other stuff going. So yeah, we just focused on, on the next thing. You know, you don't, you need to be able to, in every, in every business, you need to be able when to, to say stop to something that's just not working right. So uh, uh, when that point in time came, we, we took, I would say the cold decision, because of course, it's kind of your baby uh, since I was 18, running that company, but uh, I'd rather just say, hey, this is the time to stop, let's focus on the next thing. Uh, it's a lot more healthy and a lot more productive. How was that, that transition period to stopping? Was it very quick? Was it, it did it take a little while to transition out of it? I mean, like you said, it was your your baby that you've had for you know seven some years. What no, was that transition we, like? We just, I mean, I don't think there's a need to keep trying when when it just doesn't work. Uh, if you're certain that there's uh, no future in that sense, I mean, it's better just to stop in one go. You can certainly take back. Uh, whenever that you see fit, but if the, the moment's not right today, there's no reason to keep going for nothing. Uh, so we just cut it off uh, for good uh, at once. And, and then you talked about a uh, shoe design company. Is that something yeah. that you still have? No, it kind of uh, went the same way when we came to France, uh, but in that case, we did try to, to manage at a distance. It was just in the, the amount of work that we were doing was not productive enough. I mean, we was too much work for, for no return, basically. So it was not a good investment. And I usually try to measure things as, uh, you know, in ROI, uh, investment, uh, productivity, time, uh, so it was just at the end of the day, a waste of time. So even though we tried, because we thought that we, it could be done and it could have been productive. We tried for like one year, one year and a half, I think when we came and then we just stopped because it, it made no sense. Now what I mean, it seems, I mean, pretty straightforward, right? There's not enough, uh, 
return on your investment. So I'm just going to stop doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yet anyone that's that's ran a business or had an idea, there's a, a lot of giving back, give I mean back and forth, especially when you're talking about if it's you and your wife and your business partners together. Is mm -hmm. it mutually understanding who's basically running that meeting, who's having the conversation? Like walk us through it as much as possible. Is there I mean any kind of fight, especially I mean, for your your wife saying that I want to make this happen or anything like that? Not really, as long as you manage to separate uh, a little bit feelings from actual business. And that's what I mean, most of the entrepreneurs fail to, to do that separation. And the, the, one of the biggest failures is just I mean, trying to keep going with something that doesn't work uh, or something that's not fulfilling any purpose. Or again, if you are running a business that you are, but you're not selling anything, well, at the end of the day, you'll go bankrupt no matter how much money you put in. Eventually, you, you need to stop. And it's better to just stop when the time's right instead of just keep wasting money and keep wasting time uh, we 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 work with lots of startups and we we usually uh, that's what we tell them and also one of the things that you need to know whenever you are an entrepreneur or whenever you are running a business is that there's a a lot of risk uh, of course we do as much as we can to lower that risk but the risk it always exists uh, especially in startups i mean the, the risk is is good it's big um so we need to be able to face that risk uh, and accept it whenever we we fail we just go to the next do you so was the the catering company you said that was profitable though right yeah while we were in argentina yeah yeah okay yeah, and then you transition, you move to to France, right? For mm -hmm. rugby, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, do Do you think? I mean, if if it was a different point in your career, that there would have been any kind of pool of staying in Argentina and not moving to France to grow the catering business to even bigger, or do you think? because you were in you I mean I guess in your prime right or you're basically in your prime it was kind of easy choice to pick rugby over kind of cultivating that business or am I reading too much into it no the way I see it is a bit different uh I had a dream so it was pretty easy my dream was to become a rugby player and I know it sounds a little bit cliche but follow your dreams I mean you always have time to do any, something else or you to come back. But I don't regret anything in that in that sense. I mean, you I wanted to become a professional rugby player. There's always things that you need to let off and you can't. It's very hard to have everything at the same time. Uh, so there's always a choice to make. You just yeah. try to uh, sometimes without the knowledge because you just don't know what will happen but uh um you need to take a pick so in that moment my choice was pretty easy because i knew i wanted to become a professional rugby player and that's why i came here and i knew i had to sacrifice well i don't think of it as a sacrifice because for me 
was just the way I wanted to go. So it was not a sacrifice at all. It was just a choice of moving off and uh, coming here. Uh, of course, leaving family and friends behind, which is always hard. I had to, I was studying engineering back, back then and I had not finished. So I had to stop that. Uh, but again, I, I don't, I don't regret it quite the opposite. I just feel that the, that was the time to do it. And I'm happy that I did. So you, you talked about the idea of uh, incubators and businesses, right? So do you get a, a, a lot of individuals reaching out to you about investing in their product and their companies? Well, yeah, we do get a lot, a lot of uh, demands. Um, we do have a kind of, a, I would say, filter that is first and foremost, we do only tech when it comes to our incubator uh, so that separates a bit the, the themes. And then the second thing is that we take the word startup the American way. So for us, a startup is uh, someone that has a proof of concept, a couple of clients and a proof of investment. Uh, if you don't have those three, then we think we are we, there's no match between us and uh, we won't be able to work together because uh, what we can do for you is not effective and we will just be wasting uh, both our time. So that's not what we uh, that's not what we do and that's not what we are looking for where do, does do most people find you is it through a website is it word of mouth is it advertising where do most people find you to even know that uh you guys are looking for opportunities well usually the most uh, requests that we get are through linkedin uh the ceo and myself that's where we are contacted the most of course then our websites are uh ranked uh number one Google and whatnot. But then one of the things that works the most is word to mouth. Um, that's usually one of the best ways to, to find, I would say, good clients because we are very picky uh, with the people that we work with. We really look for uh, great connections between ourselves, great um, synergies. We look for passionate people running their companies to have couple of things that we look pretty hard, uh, which is on average, nine times out of 10, we just say no to a deal because we'd rather keep the good clients and keep them happy and keep working for them and not just working for everyone when we know we are certain that it's not going to work. What do you, I mean, is it strictly off of that filter? Is that how you know it's not going to work or what other uh pieces or traits of a company that you you realize go this is not going to work well the sector is one of the things that may probably pushes you off or on uh but usually we we ask to have a couple of interviews uh with uh, the ceo with the funder with the directors uh basically to understand and to know them a lot better uh what we usually look at those interviews is uh is the guy really passionate about what he does is he willing to do what it takes uh, to take the company to the next level because we are here to work with you we are here to accelerate we are here to uh, run campaigns uh, do SEO ASO customer acquisition we can do lots of things uh, investors uh, relationships but we're not here to run the business for you <laughs> 
So at the end of the day, if you're not willing to do that yourself, then nobody's going to do it for you. Uh, so that's what we are looking for whenever we um, have these conversations with, with with different companies. And then also one of the things that we usually tell, tell the people that come to us is uh, make yourself a good question. Uh, is your startup fixing a problem or is it just creating a new one? That usually uh, filters a lot of the companies out of our um, selection, I would say. Do you have a, a set goal of how many companies you want to invest in on a monthly, yearly, I mean, weekly basis? No, not at all. I mean, no. we we treat we treat things a little bit different. So every client of our own is treated in a personalized, customized uh, way. So the people that we work with, and, and I'd like to make a, an explanation there. We we do work with our incubator, but we also run campaigns of digital marketing with for for clients all over the world, even public companies. Uh, in fact, most of our clients uh, come from that sector. Um, so um, I lost what I wanted to say. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> that went well. <laughs> Yeah, so I think what I was trying to, to my point is that um, we do this uh, in a one-to-one -one basis. We don't offer people like a package. So this is what you get to work with us, which many incubators do. We just treat each client, each person differently because we really try to identify the key points that you're looking for, that you need the most help provide uh, usually it comes uh, through media, through digital marketing, through um, uh, investors relationships and, and that's what where we make our focus and uh, yeah again it, it all comes back to how can we add value to what you're currently doing to make you grow quicker to make you uh, get your objectives uh, in a shorter period of time it, the you've talked about it a couple times of, of separating emotions from basically business separating emotions um from even the people that are, are coming on the incubators and they're the ones that are driving the ship you're going to guide them right so kind of separating those those different emotions separating what your job is compared to what the owner's job is how if like let's say you bring on a company right and you see they're doing something in your opinion wrong and it's not working out how how involved do you get in that point or does it become we need to walk away is it a conversation with the owner i mean what happens in those kind of situations where you feel like you made a good investment yet maybe six months a year into it you're realizing that what they're doing doesn't seem like it's it's working well first thing don't get me wrong i do Think that you need to separate emotions when it comes to uh, taking an investing. Uh, if you try to do an investment, you need to separate emotions from the actual uh, facts, right? Yeah. Uh, but not as a business. As a business, emotions drive you. 
if you're passionate, if you have that love for what you do, if you're got the energy, I mean, that's all very good things that you need to put into your business. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, when, when you speak about people going to roads that we maybe not, not agree with what we do with all the people that we work with, and even with the people that asks us, ask us, uh, we just, we are completely honest. If we think that what you're doing won't work, we will say it straight to your face. Some people don't like that. I understand. Uh, but usually the people that do uh, are, are the people that are worth, uh, worth a shot. So if I tell you that what you're doing, it's probably not going to work. I explain to you why. And you just say, hey, okay, let's, let's try to find a way through uh, instead of uh, just getting angry and say, oh, no, this is my business. Okay, well, that probably uh, means that I shouldn't be working with you in this case. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, what, what about those situations where you, it seems like there's a good rapport, you invested in the company, and now we're six months, a year down the road, and what they're doing is not working out. Do you get more involved then? where you reach out to the owner, hey, it doesn't look like it's working out. Let's talk about some changes. Do you I mean how involved do you get in that situation? Or is it just simply cutting the ties and going, it's a lost investment right here? What does that look like? Well, there's, again, it depends on a case by case. Uh, but we do like to, to speak to the owners and, and tell them why we don't we think it, it's not going to work. I'd rather do that and get a big middle finger in my face than just saving it to me. Because at least uh, I know that I've done uh, what I had to, uh, what I'm supposed to do. And if there's no turning back, well, that's just a lost investment. Uh, if you see the numbers, I mean, many, many startups fail. The connection between sports and business on that side is just huge. So I think that I've been through failure a lot uh, on the rugby side. Uh, and that, that creates, uh, I, I would say, a mentality that helps you overcome difficulties because you've been facing them every, ever, ever since. There's always uh, a team trying to beat you in front of you. There's always... Uh, someone that's probably better than you, uh, trying to take your place. Uh, you can face uh, injuries. Uh, you never know what that happens, and you never know if you're coming back. I mean, I had I had a couple of of those uh, in my career, uh, and I uh, but I've learned from them that there's always a mentality that can take you a step further, that can put you. Uh, on a whole different level and it's probably on in your head uh, i would say if you have that winning mentality uh, which some people think it might be a bad thing uh, i just love it uh, i think having that will to always win just pushes you uh, further down the line and that uh, you're willing to do what it takes to get there and that, that's why I think it's so important and just having that focus, so that, that objective in mind that can just push you through the bad moments, uh, make you think about what you want to achieve 
where you want to go instead of just fooling with what happened and not getting anywhere. It is so is it a confidence that you can do it or is it just I have to do it because I have to win? No, it's more I want to win. It's not I have to win. Because okay. that doesn't work. If you have to win, then it's no, it just doesn't work. And it's even more than I want to win. I need to win. But that's probably who I am. And, and I need to win no matter what I do. Mm. If I'm playing cards with you, I need to win. Because that's who I am. And that just, I mean, it, it makes me want more and more every single time. Uh, of course, and one moment in time, you need to know where to stop. But uh, I remember playing games back home with my family there. And we, if we lost a game... I, they wouldn't even say hi to me because they knew that I wouldn't even talk to them. Why? Because I was just so focused on what happened, why did we lose, what can we do to get better, uh, this can't happen, we need to, so trust trying to fix the problems, you know, uh, after the game, just reliving the game in your head a thousand times if you must to, to, to understand what happened, to understand what went wrong, to, to see what you can fix, uh, what's the that extra percentage that you can put for next game, for next training, uh, what do we need to fix? Usually that's the question, what do you need to fix? And uh, that comes back to business. And at the end of the day, that's what I would say life is, because you face challenges every day. Uh, you, there's difficulties every day and then you just need to overcome them and get stronger be a better, better person uh, so just be well let's i mean we'll we'll finish it off with that thank you lucas uh for for being here um hopefully everyone listening got some great nuggets i mean focus on what you're looking to accomplish if you don't get that the first time i mean see what you can learn from it see how you can get better see what you can do a little bit different and i mean if you find out that maybe and this is at least the one of the takeaways i took away is if you find out that it's just not working out and that's basically not where you should be maybe it's another another path another business another platform um but before you do that make sure that you're looking at the highs the lows and what you can do a little bit better Thank you for listening to The Road to Growth, Success of an Entrepreneur. Please like, subscribe, and stay connected. Visit www.TheEnriquezGroup.com. Yeah, I created a website. Hope to see you again next week. The Enriquez Group, signing off.